1: kroger fresh for everyone fuel
2: restrictions apply
1: this program is brought to you by resonance 104.4 fm if you like what you hear and want to support our work please make a donation at (laughs) fundraiser.resonance.fm good evening and welcome to One Life Left. We're a video game radio show and this is our 300th Happy episode. Birthday. Happy birthday! Happy anniversary. Happy birthday. My name is Steve Curran. Hello, I'm Simon Byron. And
2: I'm Anne Scantlebury. For the
1: next hour we are going to be talking about video games sometimes.
2: I thought that we were going to do our spooky names. Oh
3: really,
1: sorry. Because it's you...
2: Halloween today, isn't it? Isn't it?
3: It is, but uh, we don't get involved in that sort of thing, do we? Um... What's your what's your what's your spooky name?
2: And Scaryberry. <laughs>
3: okay. What's well yeah. Stees then? Um Stee Curran.
2: Go, ghost Stee <laughs> Curran. Okay, that's good. good work, yeah. isn't it?
3: We're gonna stop there. Uh, um, good luck for the new Happy Halloween. Uh, congratulations on three hundred shows, guys. Yeah, you've, well, you, done, I mean all you've of done, done of us. I was gonna say you've done all of them, you haven't of course, have you? No, no none of us, none of done us all have all done all of them collectively. We've done three hundred. We should celebrate individual 300s then, I guess, <laughs> shouldn't we? Shouldn't
1: we? <laughs> i be quite... Uh... Milestones. Yeah. I don't know. We've what's uh, that in dog years? It's also hard to know whether we are on 300, because there are some shows that don't get numbered like that, right? The specials that we've done, mm. the ones that have been literally unbroadcastable, <laughs> uh, that, don't, that haven't made it to uh, iTunes. But this is a sort of 300. It's what? as close to an official 300 as we're going to... What,
3: what, what's been your favourite?
1: Of the uh, well, I thought last week's. (laughs) (laughs) In fact, in fact, if you're if this is your first episode of One Life Left, don't bother going back through the history. um, This will be the best episode ever.
2: Let's hope so. Mm, What would your favourite be? Definitely not the first one. But you were on the first one. Was I was guest on the first one. Uh, yeah, I think they get better every single week. Well, this is going to be the best one
3: yet, then, isn't it?
2: 300 times better than the first
3: one.
4: Excellent. Um,
3: Jack Atridge is back. Hey. Look at that. How are you doing, Jack?
4: I'm doing just fine. A little exhausted. Are you? But I'm glad to be back you here. You haven't
3: done 300 episodes. I don't know what you've got to be tired about.
4: <laughs> Not yet. The last one I was on, it was called Attridge Racer. Was it? Yeah. That's, That's good. good. I never good. thought That's that one before.
3: Right, so, that's ben, ben Ben, that does that, isn't ben. it? Ben. It's nice to see Ben <laughs> Cheers, over the weekend, ben. wasn't it? Yeah. We were
1: singing with Ben over the weekend. Yeah. Ben opened our mariachi well, set over the weekend with Regulate. Well,
3: last, uh, mm-hmm. last I saw of Ben, mm. he was on Anne's bed. <laughs> I saw that as well. <laughs> he was reclining, wasn't <laughs> Recl- he? Just reclining on Anne's mm. hotel bed. Just to
2: be clear, I was on the floor. Yeah, Ben was on at the bed at that
3: <laughs> point. <laughs>
2: uh, was, was, that's where I left you.
1: And this is what I'm asking. Was there a point that you got into the bed? Yes or no,
3: Anne? <laughs> <laughs> what have
4: I been missing?
2: After well, everybody left the room, yes, Ben is a married <laughs> man, and I'm...
3: We should be clear, of course, that we are just joking. Yeah. I, but, but he, was, was, yeah. I mean, but he was on your bed. But he was on your bed, and he was reclining. It.
2: Yeah, so that's because I'm a very welcoming host. You are. We had a you few, come to my room, we'll have some drinks. We
3: had a few post-Marioki drinks. Recline it's where good. you want. Jack could
2: have been there, I, too. Keep, I keep
4: trying to go yeah. To, yeah. to Marioki. That time, I was at the dearest live thing. I desperately wanted to go... I swear there was one in GDC. I was supposed to meet you on it yeah. you as right. well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just keep failing Steve's you. got sorry. a joke
3: about you, actually, about you not turning up at Mariokie. Oh, really? He does. You, you I right? Yeah, I said, oh, Jack, Jack might become said You said he always says that <laughs> <laughs> <not> a
1: joke? <laughs> what a joke,
3: right? A statement.
4: It's <laughs> <laughs> as close as I get to jokes. To be honest. Yeah. I have right. laid down too many times. I'm sorry.
1: <sighs> so we are One Life Life. We're a video game radio show. We've been doing 300 episodes. And how have we begun every single episode? Anne.
2: With the news.
1: So how shall we begin this one?
2: Don't do it.
3: Wow, it's a remix of the theme. Is it? Who's done that? <laughs> <I don't
1: laughs> Resonance that. of them.
3: It's a very special
1: remix. No, I played the wrong jingle. It wouldn't <laughs> be one like that <laughs> if we hadn't done that. No. It's the news.
2: 704 on Monday, the 31st of October. I'm Anne Scanthabry, and this is the news. The Battlefield Twitter account has deleted a bunch of badly thought-through tweets. Using the hashtag Just World War One things, the account posted a picture of a soldier with a flamethrower and the caption when you're too hot for the club, and a picture of a soldier with a gun and the capture when your squad is looking on point. Many people were quick to point out how insensitive the tweets were before they were deleted. It doesn't look like this will be one EA can pass off as Halloween internet gremlins.
1: Hmm. So this was ill advised because
2: well because the tone of it was was off. It's uh so the tone of the tweets was very uh, much not in keeping with the tone of the game which is that is, correct. Yes, that is correct.
3: That's what made us all angry, wasn't it? Yeah, about that's how we why were, like we're we all don't all like this no. so we there's this tone here we understand we that understand tone. It. So this tone's different we're angry about it. So the tone of the the tone of the game is
1: uh run around and have a good time killing people in World War I. It's very, very sombre, actually. Yeah, really? Yeah, very sombre. There's somber. no lols at all. You don't enjoy yourself. You just reflect on what a, a bloody, bloody awful war. conflict yeah. World War One was. Yeah. Yeah. I think there is some dissonance here, <laughs> personally. Well, they got a load of news stories out of it, so it well, worked. Good in for it them. Here's another, for here, here's, another here's another you're another welcome. We fell for it, didn't we? Um, yeah. But
2: um, it was also, you know, uh, a bit poorly timed in that it's coming up to Remembrance Day, and, you know, if you're into that,
3: if you're into that. If you're into that. For so you, all you Remembrance <laughs> fans, I find that tone <laughs> offensive, Anne. I'll delete that. It's tricky, memory. isn't it? Isn't it tricky? It is, but... Were you, were you offended by this? Uh,
2: no, I wasn't. Okay. Steve, I, I were you? Wasn't.
3: Steve didn't see it. I didn't see
1: it. Um, it sounds offensive, but then I think there's an argument that the whole game is offensive.
2: Okay. Yes. Slow. Yeah. yeah. I just thought it was stupid. Well, I also thought that it's not very funny. Yeah. Right. Like, mm-hmm. it. I don't think that there was anything about it that was was... Good.
4: Jack Attridge, uh, did, uh, did you okay. see this? I did not see it. Okay. I'm sort of in my head wondering if this has actually stopped them from selling any copies because we all people... stopped buying it. We, all <laughs> stopped we were so it. offended. Do you
2: have a copy? I do have
4: a copy. I've posted it
3: back.
2: Good. Mm. I don't have a copy and this is the thing that <laughs> That's stopped funny. me getting it.
1: Um, would it be offensive if they'd done it in the Star Wars Battlefront universe? No. No. We wouldn't know. because no. they're just stormtroopers, aren't they?
3: But you don't use flamethrowers in Star Wars, Steve. Sorry, lightsabers. Idiots. You could have done the on-point joke. You could have done that, That but that would have been one joke, and then people were like, well, what's (laughs) happened here?
4: (laughs) We should try listening to the show. Yeah.
3: Uh, Jack, you've had to deal with uh, internet feedback or people being offended before, haven't you?
4: Yeah, I think... What I sort of learnt was to just be silent most of the time right. if you're going to do anything like that. Uh, I was never a community manager or anything right. like that. Um, but even I probably at some uh, drunk hour in the morning have tweeted uh, a few things that I probably eventually deleted. Right. Probably so, recently.
3: So you're suggesting so. Or did you?
4: Did you? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just assuming. No one complained. Okay. No one ever complains. <laughs> Offended. Who knows anyone's listening. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, something. I'll, I'll have a reflection next morning and be like, okay. you know what? Doesn't that just sound Something a little that. Take that little down harsh. well. Uh, hmm.
3: Do you wake up and there have been news stories on Eurogamer and Kotaku? <laughs> uh,
4: what, about, no, about never, never about posted, me. Right? Never about me. I sort of left, uh, that was mostly the uh, 22 <laughs> two cans days, right, right. I think. I've sort of been in hibernation for 18 months. Okay, well, welcome back. Thank you. <laughs>
2: The No Man's Sky Twitter account was hacked and slashed this week. Following a spookily long silence from the account, a tweet was put out on Friday saying No Man's Sky was a mistake. People became worried about how Sean Murray and his team were doing after a bit of a rocky launch. But after some weird back-and-forth emails with game journalists, it looked pretty certain this was just a case of a compromised LinkedIn account going bump in the night. Hmm.
1: Have, you, uh, have you ever enjoyed the Reddit No Man's Sky forum?
3: I haven't, it's Steve. No, time no. To... I'm on the Amazon Echo ones, the uh, oh, Galaxy S7, the Muse one.
1: My goodness, they—they <laughs> they were so excited. Were they by this? All of their, you know, uh, snarking for the last six weeks or whatever it's been, uh, suddenly vindicated. Told you. Told you. Told you so. At last. This, this must be. This. This must be them. You know, finally giving up. Um, uh, and then and then Sean obviously said, uh, yeah, sorry, I've been hacked. Uh, back to silence, back to working on the game. And they're like, this <gasps> silence is proof of <laughs> something. And the only thing the silence is proof of is, you know, what would happen if he said anything? Right. Mm. Nothing, nothing that team or Sean could say will satisfy any of the people who are furious about mm. this game, nor do any of the people who are enjoying the game Um, care
4: that they're being silent So I've enjoyed the game, i played like 15 hours of it or something and it's really heartbreaking seeing all that stuff because they're the guys and they're really good friends and they work Mm. their butts off on that but this did happen sort of to me but to Peter with like I think probably early this year Mm. that Peter's account randomly tweeted Peter Molyneux this is, uh, that he was retiring and it got retweeted like a thousand times in five minutes and I just called Peter and I was like hi you're okay, he's like yeah I was like, have uh, you just retired? He's like, no. <laughs> and then and then uh, it was just basically me trying to um, talk him through changing his password right. and how to delete a tweet for about uh, 10 minutes or so. Uh, and then when he was done, I realized there was all these other tweets that he probably should have deleted. Like once, I think he tweeted a comma in his pocket. <laughs> and it got retweeted like hundreds of times. Like, what does this mean? <laughs> Uh, wow. uh, I don't think he's really tweeted since then actually okay.
1: I think what really really annoyed uh, Reddit uh, and you know the, uh, the other groups of people who are very very angry at Hello Games Silence was the fact that Sean you know said oh I've been hacked and then made a couple of dumb jokes on Twitter which were yeah. not in keeping with the hand ringing morose Sean Murray they had Characterising in their head, he must be there. Oh, I can't can't think of what's tweet. He's just being silent because he's working on the game.
2: That's it's, all. It's, it's not. The- it it doesn't speak well of the of the community or of anyone who's looking at that and going. Oh, I think he must be having a bit of a breakdown and enjoying it. Mm. And it's that enjoyment that is mm. is a bit grim because they made something. And whether you know whether you like it or not, a team put a, a lot of energy and effort and love into making something. I think it's great. Mm. Um and. They're just going about their business now.
1: Now, you got your Twitter account hacked, didn't you, at Yes, the I weekend. did, so
2: I can speak uh, from experience.
1: Mm, how was that? How did it make you feel? It made me feel... What, what happened?
2: So, uh, I'd left my phone unattended <laughs> and had made the mistake a few years ago of trusting some friends uh, with my passcode. Interesting. Um, turns out it takes years. They were playing the long game.
1: <laughs>
2: and when they found my phone, they... Uh, these friends tweeted some pictures of their fingers in areas that looked compromising for them, not me.
1: <laughs> Strategic <laughs> words.
2: Yeah. Um, they
1: also some, tweeted some words as yeah, well, didn't they? Yeah,
2: a lot of things. Hashtag eggs. Eggs. Just so much. Over egg, an egg. Egg chat.
1: And did any of your followers think this was half character, did they go hold on, you've had your phone cut No, cat. so um,
2: uh, e- even uh, about an hour later I hadn't looked at my phone and seen that, that that's what had happened, uh, chatted to my fiancé did he Did he alert me to what might have happened? No, oh, he went along with the joke. Well, where were you,
3: a gamer, writing a pe- exactly, news piece about your hack exactly. when you needed them? They didn't them. know it was a hack. It was just, like, oh, hands on about eggs again.
2: Yeah, so, you know, I really feel for Sean because it hurt, you know, having other people put words into your mouth and when those words are eggs.
3: <laughs> where did, sorry, where did LinkedIn come to
2: this? Uh, so it was uh, tweeted from... LinkedIn. Can and, you do that? Cause, yeah, because LinkedIn was um, hacked quite a, a, a while ago, and you can tweet through LinkedIn. Apparently, I don't know because I don't. Because
3: we're not looking for jobs. No, <sighs> I proved that Sean Murray was looking looking for a job. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Nintendo won't be giving away too many more details about the recently announced Switch until an event in January. Release dates and prices will be announced at the Nintendo Switch presentation in Japan on the 13th of January. In an interview with Bloomberg, Nintendo president Tatsu Kimishima did clear up that the 3DS won't end up being a skeleton in the company's closet after Switch is released, saying, "...the 3DS hardware is still growing. Rather than being cannibalized by the Switch, we think the 3DS can continue in its own form. Maybe it won't be cannibalized, but there's nothing to stop it eating its brains." I'm having such a good
3: time. Right.
2: <laughs> I'm really going for Halloween right okay, now. Okay,
3: right, I got that. Got that. Good.
2: Um, do you think the 3DS will... Well, what, so we
3: were... No, we were chatting about this. I, I shared, shared a train with Anne on, uh, sat, on Saturday up to yeah. uh, Game City. And I remarked we could be playing Mario Kart, couldn't
2: we, together? And, yeah. We and could, if, if we this could was in be March, in an advert. Yeah. Some of those attractive and young And you people. will
3: do that for... A week. We'll do that. No, right? Well, no, absolutely. And then yeah, I'll beat Anna at bottom of the Carl. canal. Yeah, it won't be. I'm just, I am remain excited. Okay, good. I'm glad. Jack, how, how how are you feeling about the switch?
4: I think I am excited, but I, I should be really like careful with myself because I'm always always get sucked into like a little hype video, and then I like five minutes later feel really sedated or something. And the same thing that day, it was sort of like, oh, Nintendo Switch. How can Red Dead trailer coming later this day even live up live up to that? And then you know, sort of Red Dead trailer. I forgot about Nintendo Switch, right. but I love the little fantasy they were selling in the thing i feel really bad for karen who's become like this meme karen's mm, this, this woman i saw who, some
1: good halloween costumes yeah. <laughs> oh yeah
4: i did see some friend like of the well. show richie dressed
1: as mm. uh he did <laughs> <laughs> <But> no,
4: <laughs> that was good excellent but i wanted to come back it sort of feels like that old school nintendo Game Boy nostalgery sort of thing i don't think that's really like been done much with say iphone games on playgrounds or anything like that and so potentially a new generation gets to feel that sort of like Trading Pokemon. Actually, I guess 3DS did, but I've never.
2: But Pokemon's (laughs) the only thing I've ever. I've actually done that with. Yeah, me too. Like, am I going to take the Switch out? No, probably not. It's quite expensive, isn't it? (laughs) Is it quite
3: big? It seems quite big. We've not seen it in real life, have
1: we? Well, I've seen it next to Karen.
2: How big is Karen? How big
1: is Karen? Karen? Does anyone know?
4: It looks like an iPad, but with an iPad, you haven't really got anything to hold on to because it's just supposed to be like a slate of glass. So I guess with this.
1: So is it an iPad size with a bit bigger? Like on, but, yeah, but
4: you're going to put so. that down, aren't you, where
3: you're able to? Not on the tube, obviously, unless you need... Well, that's own. the thing. It's people... If you had that on the tube... The best thing about a table. it... table. One of those IKEA... T- where the ones that you eat your tea off whilst you're watching EastEnders... Get my right. those; it'll be fine.
4: <laughs> the best thing about it, they had a little hook for the back of your, your driver's car seat. So like, kids could like, almost Fantastic. watch it hands-free. And I thought that was brilliant. Yeah. I thought
2: that was really awesome. But don't hang it against the, like the mirror. If you're you're actually (laughs) driving, you're not. You're really not supposed to do that. I know that. I'm learning how to drive. That's (laughs) the first thing they say. You get in the car, they say, don't hook up a switch to that. (laughs) It's not on green man gaming has come under fire for sending out broken battlefield one and titanfall two keys as well as not sending keys out to people who've pre-ordered them the online retailer put out an apology and explained that the demand for the games was unprecedented and that they are working through support tickets as fast as possible the company had similar problems with overwatch and assassin's creed syndicate hopefully that they'll they'll sort it out or maybe they'll be haunted by a ghost (laughs) <laughs> steam um,
3: steam ran out of steam keys over the weekend. <laughs> it did. It ran out How of um, splinter cell back- blacklist uh, keys, apparently. Because it was in the Halloween cell. I don't know why. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, Sam Fisher. Sam fishy. Spooky <laughs> fishy. <laughs> uh, go and shoot the ghosts. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Uh, apparently.
2: What they, so what do they do? Just generate more?
3: I don't know. Uh, someone was, I was reading. Uh, Got to invent new letters.
2: Oh. Surely they must run
3: out, of Stee. Like I, I, do wonder this, Stee.
2: Sp- Wait, ha- hang on. We can
3: we
1: can some, work someone do right. some math on this, right? Okay. So, how so is,
2: it is it every every letter
3: and every number? Is it? Yeah, I believe. I bet it's oh, not no, it because they the probably L's and the ones. Probably. So it's
1: probably about twenty-five or twenty-six. It might be three 30. sets of four. Steam key. Yeah. Is so it? so let's say it's yeah. thirty different alphanumeric. Yep. Uh, times thirty times thirty times thirty times thirty. How many are you up? To times now? thirty hang on, times. Hang on,
2: 30. on, hang on. Let me get. A- right, ask, what, ask
1: Siri. If, yeah. What thirty times thirty? 30 to the power of twelve. 30, all right. right all right. Power, Math mode.
2: Siri. <laughs> Siri, what is thirty to the power of twelve?
1: Checking my sources. Asking my sources
3: Steam. 31441000000000000000000000. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> How many is that? What, what is that in English?
2: <laughs> oh, I got rid of Siri. Okay. Uh, but that yeah, sounds, just, sounded just like, like a lot. lot. Quite a lot. So do you think they're ever going to accidentally run out of, well, letters? Yeah. I do
1: (laughs) do. (laughs) Some of them have been used If we just tell them We've used that one You can use that one again For a different game Then it'll be alright Oh I see Yeah yeah, maybe you could just write to them Help
3: them out
2: (laughs) (laughs) It's recycling for the digital age really Okay um... Anyway so they didn't send some out People were upset And they sent out some broken ones as well Obviously
3: they have run out then yeah. They need to, should have started reusing <laughs> <laughs> Battlefield, The original Battlefield I thought that was going to be a terrible news story But
1: look at it, we've turned it around <laughs> 300 episodes, good work everyone <laughs>
2: Finally, a terrifying story to send chills through your bone and blood pouring out of your eyes has been going round this week. YouTuber Drifter posted some conversations between VR developers, saying the VR headsets used at conferences have been responsible for passing on eye herpes. Terror! No need to start screaming though. Polygon spoke to a doctor who said it's very unlikely to happen unless you start wiping your eye over the headset. And really, why would you do that? Herpes Halloween! Don't have nightmares. Very good. Is that such a thing? Eye herpes. Yes, ocular herpes is its more common name. But I thought, you know, right. some, some people might be like ocular. What? Oculus? Oculus? No. Right. Ocular yeah. herpes. Okay. And it's just a um, uh, blistering and soreness of the eye. Doesn't Oof. sound very nice, does it? No, it's it's not great.
1: Right. Don't play games at
3: conferences. No, I think that would be a yeah.
2: I mean, do request that the uh, headset gets wiped down in between. That just seems like
3: carry eye baths.
2: Yeah. Saline solution.
3: Yeah. Throw saline solution in people's faces. <laughs> we d-
2: we do not uh, we we don't think that's a good idea when one level. Okay.
3: Talk to people about
1: their games. Mm. Express an interest. Raise your, your eyebrows. Ask questions.
3: Don't rub your eyebrows.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, don't don't play games. At conferences <laughs> just right. don't like you. You know you can learn a lot. Ask for a Steam code. Check they haven't run out right. first, <laughs> and, and say oh, I'll play it back. When I get home on my sanitised okay, yeah. devices with my own herpes, <laughs> <laughs> I don't need yours. Um, yeah. Maybe mm. just
2: keep, uh, like, take some eye protectors with you. Glasses. Glasses could work, <laughs> couldn't they? Thank
1: you very much. That's why we're,
2: That's we're, why we're you wearing two. them. we Yeah, you too. Good luck. Eye herpes. Thanks, Anne.
4: One life left. Video game news with Anne Scantlerberry
0: you. <laughs>
1: listening to one life left on resonance 104.4 FM this is Hide Your Tigers it's from
3: chipmusic.org happy 300 happy 300 actually that we maybe we should should have done a photo shoot dressed as the as the film 300 me and you shouldn't
1: we? <laughs> we should not top tops. painted on abs
3: on our abs <laughs> yeah exactly. double
1: abs yeah uh yeah that would have been been excellent oh well maybe next 300 we'll,
3: we'll do yeah, that let's just keep going takes a while won't it we're not doing a show on Halloween again, are we? When's that happening next?
2: Um, well, we talked about when it was last, mm. and actually, Matt looked into it, and then um, it was about five or six years ago. So okay. maybe in five or six years. Right. Is that going to be long Ooh. enough? <laughs> <laughs> I'm really having a lovely time. Do you get, a, Are you a Halloween person? Not really. Not really, it just makes him... Matt's at easy. home
3: with... Can we say who he's yeah. at home with?
2: <laughs> yeah.
3: Matt's currently with Kieran Gillen. They're going to get bothered by trickle cheaters, aren't <gasps> yeah. they?
2: Yeah. He's, the got trick- a, he's got a big um, box of uh, sweets, just oh, in case. Kieran Gillen loves that. Yeah. Kieran will have to be stuffing <laughs> yeah. him. The kids won't get anything. No, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think good?
1: Kieran's dressed as?
2: Yeah. <laughs> That's Death.
1: You're listening to One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM. We're a show about video games. We discuss them... Very Stop seriously, me, uh, we also talk about Halloween. We've been doing this for ages 10 years, 300 episodes, and we couldn't have wished for a better guest.
3: Yeah. And Jack O'Lantern Attridge. <laughs> How's that? that
4: works. Very yeah, good. does it? It's very good, I like it. I was going to go for Jack Attridge. Uh,
3: Attridge, ah, uh, yeah. Have you, have, you,
1: have you changed your Twitter name? Are you one of these people?
4: What to this? <laughs> I, I buys did, into that. I did for a few days. but It was right at the beginning of October, and I got impatient, <laughs> okay. and then I changed it back. So <laughs> now Christmas, presumably, you've gone straight to all
2: Easter already. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Uh, I I, for a while, I just Get dropped the surname okay. completely, and then I grew up and went back. Okay. So I'm. A, that's the so way normal. to do it. Mm-hmm.
3: Um, welcome back. It's nice to see you. Always, always a pleasure.
4: Yeah, I always love uh, turning up when I can. <laughs> at times that I do. Don't say that. To the
1: second, know. the second appearance is, is quite a high risk one oh, because why? it shows that you've done well enough to be invited back onto the okay. show. But Great. it's at three appearances that things really elevate. Right? you know Spaghetti- when Biffle hit three. I know things happen. Things, things happen. Things start happening. Start started to happen. So, you know, if you make two, uh-huh. and then go nowhere.
3: Uh you, when you were on your last time and you'd um you'd recently set up on your own, hadn't you? Yeah, I 18, just 18 left months ago.
4: Yeah, that was eighteen months ago, yeah. Okay. And I basically went from my last job, uh left that and then turned up here. Hello. And then left here. <laughs> uh and basically since then was sort of living and working from a sofa for 18 months living the sort of hard rock and roll indie life wow isolated in a sailing village as the only person that couldn't sail Uh, stranded yep yeah and yes I couldn't couldn't swim to shore no so um, yeah I I was just sort of trying to get a company going from there and the company was Flavor Works uh, with my co-founder, Pavle, who was at my last company with me. Yeah. And we decided to to be ridiculously ambitious and build an engine from the ground up. Okay. And to try and make something super radical and unique and amazing, um, which ended up us, like, throwing away tons and tons of, of work, just trying to make it better. We ended up throwing away, like, five feature-length scripts because it's, like, a narrative game. Right. Um, and basically trying to make something super, super accessible, um, as two nobodies, and then trying to get funding from you know adult grown up humans <laughs> uh who don 't know who we are, so we worked really hard on a demo basically when we left the last company
3: is that what is that what I saw
4: This is what you saw eighteen okay. months ago okay I was uh, very
3: impressed with the demo
4: great. Great, so in the easy months, we've basically gone slightly better than that.
3: Well, um, you're not, so you're not talking specifically about the game at the moment. How much did you give away on The Guardian at the weekend? Uh, Just so we can be clear, because you need to give us mm. slightly give us, more. Same. Just a little. Give slightly the same more. but better.
4: Yeah. So I was saying, yeah, so whilst I, I sort of signed a deal, which now means that I don't control the PR of the game, which means I have to sort of dance around and okay. be super subtle. But the sort of ideology of it was to make... Something that very much put narrative in the in the focus of the game and made it very much a human experience rather than the running and jumping and shooting people, which are like these external conflicts that games do. It's more about those internal conflicts and stuff and saying how can we uh, create a world that felt very tactile, you know, whether it's just something simple like wiping condensation from a window and seeing through to the other side of your finger or... If we're talking about the more intimate stuff, like with a lover or something, being able to wipe a tear from their cheek or brush Why their is hair your out. Why saw a lover
2: crying. Like, I think that <laughs> it's not just internal I conflict. I thought
4: that was typical. It's not like I'm trying to make a crying simulator or anything. Okay. It's just like, you know how, like, in games, you usually if you want to find an object or something, you're moving your character like around a room and bumping into chairs and tables and, and like hugging all the walls until yeah. like your controller vibrates and you press X and they do the whole thing without you. It was just saying, how can we, you know, make, make it a very high fidelity experience and making it very much about those, those nuances and those, those connections other yeah I mean characters. so the, the,
3: the, the, the other example of characters walking around is like something awful like Assassin's Creed sorry the, the game Assassin's Creed is not awful but something where they, where they can handle if you've accidentally put holding down R1 and you walk past a tiny post you go and crouch <laughs> on it like in a, while you're supposed to be tailing somebody through some streets or whatever and it's just completely ridiculous and that mm. <clears throat> you give that sort of game in fact, people don't do it. You, you would never pass that on to someone who doesn't play video games and stuff like that because they sure. would just
4: absolutely struggle. So I wanted a game that my so I could get my mum and my sister to play, and I tried to get them to play uh, years ago. I tried to get them to play Heavy Rain. Right. Uh, my mum, my sister, and my father, and all of them rage quit. My dad didn't get out the front door, uh, and I was like, "Don't you feel bad about you know that sad thing that happens near the beginning," and they were like, "No," because they just felt that the apparatus and mechanics got in the way of them being able to care. And that always really stayed with me for years. Now I was going to do my own thing. I was like, I wonder if we could play with that idea. And I feel like that's, what we've been doing essentially
2: do you think people have been able to explore um those kinds of things uh more tactile games games with um and introducing new people to games because we have uh, different control systems like it's not just a mm. uh, joypad anymore like which i think some people find a bit intimidating
4: oh yeah like when you look at a uh, say like a console controller there's like 20 buttons or something like that or it feels like there's 20 buttons on there sort of thing and touch has been a really uh sort of easy way for people to get to access those experiences and there's a billion phones in our pockets now but even with say controllers which we're developing for right now we're just saying how can we approach that from a different perspective can we make it so we can map everything to one button rather than 12 and stuff like that
3: well, there was that joke about heavy rain where it's push x to jason and all, all, you know, mm. all of that sort of stuff and I, you know clearly it was trying to do some I, I really like heavy rain but um it was it was very very it's really interesting yeah um, how's how is your scope change because i think when you were on here um last time the the game should have been out by now is that right
4: yeah yeah well that was the sort of thing i think many times already we could have shipped something and probably done okay and been viable and stuff like that but again it was sort of like maybe a little bit of a an ego thing like this has got our name on it and if it's the our first thing going out on our own let's really sort of try and make something magic i suppose um so originally we were talking about a budget that we were, we were approaching people like the Indie Fund for yeah. and those guys were were really awesome and supportive um, and then every time you, you sort of get you feel like okay I'm happy with this the goal of that changed a little bit and then uh, some people sort of entered the arena and said uh, we think uh, there's, there's bigger sites for this sort of thing right. and so we got sucked up into that thing I've been told uh, we've gone from being indie to triple I
3: Okay Oh no <laughs> and I am so
1: sorry I'm not
4: sure I like that yeah, term yeah. But I've gone with it for now okay. I've gone with it because uh, it's new to me But And maybe I'll change that later on but, <laughs> but yeah, so it's sort of one of those things That it's not like It's not going to compete with big triple A games And things like that But I think it just allows us to have a little bit more polish and things And I think we're really obsessive about polishing that way yeah. You know, like just,
3: it's, But it's, it's, there must be loads more pressure now Is there?
4: Um yeah well but, but, but that was already mostly self pressure anyway like i said about how we've thrown away a lot of scripts and stuff right. like that and really put the but, um, narrative first but, but,
3: but as you know as your scope's changed and your mm. funding has got bigger and bigger you know so you know what you need to get out at the end obviously in economic terms is you need to sell more and more the price needs to be higher and all of that sort of stuff and mm-hmm. um yeah, I mean, like how 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 scary is that? It was-
4: well, so I've had this. Well, now it's scary. Now it's- <laughs> Happy Halloween! <laughs> Actually, the scariest thing I saw today was a, a pumpkin, and someone took a mark- marker and wrote on it fifty percent, fifty two percent of the UK voted oh, Brexit, yes. and it made me laugh. <laughs> but um, uh, how scary is it? It's not scary because um, we've got a really awesome team. Uh, we've got a little office in Old Street, um, and all the time that we're failing we feel like that's the right path to be on rather than being complacent and cool about it Um, so yeah I'm not so worried about it in that sense what about though um, so
3: you mentioned that now uh, you're working with a partner and that you're going to be working with them in terms of the PR and stuff like that Mm -hmm. having seen what happened with No Man's Sky in terms mm-hmm. of what happened uh, with the the, the the PR seemingly being controlled by someone who wasn't developing the game mm. and stuff like that? I mean, is that is well? I think how do you avoid those pitfalls again?
4: So they're really um, collaborative of us, I think. I mean, they've got goals, and we had all we wanted to do was just make a really great game. And uh, I was a big fan of a lot of experiences they put out, which I felt like were sort of down that same line of like, these are good for the medium, these are good for diversity, all these sort of, sort of things like that. Um, and so when it came to things like, okay, how would we market and stuff like that, they it just sort of there was a, a synergy there, okay. I think. Um, and, and, hey, I mean, like, I'm not like a marketing guy, so it seemed like a good thing that they'd yeah, be involved yeah. and stuff like that. And as long as... The thing I said when I... The reason I hadn't showed in 18 months or something is that I didn't want to say anything about it specifically until I could show it. And even though I could have shown it back then, the idea was that proof should be in the pudding. People should be able to get their hands on it. Um, and so even recently, we were like, okay, let's make something that we could put in some people's hands. And when they try and break the game, the game will always... You know, right, right, catch it. Right. Yeah, you know, and, and just sort of prove prove that out, really. So when is that likely to be? When are people going to start <laughs> seeing it? Ooh, uh just probably when I would get in trouble if I didn't. Uh, <laughs> um, so so look,
3: roughly, r- roughly. Uh, right? Are we going to? Is it going to be would, out next year or the year after? Or
4: I think I think next year. <laughs> okay. Um, I would like it to be out next year. Uh, I think in terms of announcing it, that would be out of my control. I, I would hope sooner than later. I'd hope within months i mean there's something right there right now that next time you're in old street come along yeah and play it yeah uh, all of you and it'll be uh hopefully quite a delicious all, all of experience. our listeners <laughs> oh <laughs> that could be as many as seven or eight people you need to be careful well, uh, we'll get a packet of NDAs and it'll be okay.
3: <laughs> well, um, best of luck with it. I mean, I, I've, I've uh, stayed in touch and seen what you're working on. It's hugely impressive, I think, really exciting. So, um, yeah, don't, don't make it another 18 months, eh?
4: No, yeah, I try not to. I try not to. I mean, the really awesome thing about building the engine, though, is that uh, it supports many experiences, I think. Uh, the other sort of... Um, I was going to swear it in. The <laughs> other... The <laughs> other um, Okay, I really can't find it. I'll do it the swear word. Um, the annoyance of it, I guess, is that it means we had to build like our own and a whole new like pipeline. We have to work and build games in a whole radically different way. And when I say that, I know you understand what I mean because mm. you know a little bit more about it. Um, but once we solve, once we sort of as we've been going through that and we've been working out over the last eighteen months and stuff like that, um, we're sort of set up to say, hey, if people like this. Maybe we can make a sequel or something in the same genre. Stuff like that.
3: Good. All right, well, keep us posted, won't you?
4: Rock and roll, will do. <laughs> Hello, I'm Sega Badawi, and welcome to One Life Left, local
3: news. In sports podcast news, One Life Left has managed to bring up their triple century. This was mostly down to the opening partnership from S. Curran and Anne Scantlebury. We've got Sir Geoffrey Boycott in the studio. How do you think they did, Sir Geoff? I'd give them 7 out of 10 at the most. And obviously, there was a fine contribution from S. Byron. What do you think of him, Geoffrey? Okay, I'd give him 7 out of 10. Thanks, Geoffrey, and back to your usual programming.
1: life letters thanks very much to sega badawi it would not be the show it is without you either seven out of ten
3: very good thank you to everyone who sent letters this week did well did well didn't even ask didn't ask for any no didn't even um hand them out earlier no. i was so All complacent right. be relaxed so complacent uh i will go first with ral shah who says happy 300th episode to the team and super special guests Jack gets uh, happy uh, celebrations as well, even though he's only been on two. He's only been on 150th of them.
2: But without him, we'd only be on (laughs) 290th. That's true, that's
3: true. Uh, Raul asks, what games would you put into a time capsule to open on episode 600? Best wishes. Pokemon Go, definitely. That's a a zeitgeist zeitgeist game, isn't it?
2: (laughs) Uh, Do you remember when people
3: used to do that?
1: No.
2: Yeah, Go, (laughs) actually.
1: I Won't work because all stop. the GPS satellites all sort of crash.
3: Um, I nearly bought a 3DS game today. actually, Amazon aren't, aren't selling it yet. It's Sega Classics, okay. where they're making you buy the cartridge only a big um, because that's the only way to get Power Drift 3DS. Do you remember Power Drift? Just about right. So uh,
1: you can't put a retro compilation in the time capsule.
3: Well, what I'm saying is that I'd imagine that they'll still be doing that sort of thing. Well, in, for uh, sure. The, yeah, yeah. So you, you might as well not.
1: Yeah. Um, what else is very sort of contemporary? that we'd, we'd talk about No Man's Sky. Because it'd be interesting, wouldn't it? Because mm. you'd be like, oh, remember what happened to that? And then they came out with the version 1.2 and it blew everyone away. <laughs> yeah. And Sean Murray's now king of the world.
4: Yeah. Um, you put in
2: something like everyone, Everybody's Gone to the Rapture. Do that and see if people are still walking around in <laughs> another 10 years' time.
4: I'm put in inside... And see if the future looks like that game. Mm. <laughs> you <gonna> put
2: inside, <laughs> inside, inside. Uh, very good, very capsule, good. yeah.
4: Hello team, hello super special
1: guest, writes Robert Weaselspoon-Wells. This, re- this week, I braced myself for the latest many attempts to get MAME to play nicely. There was a shiny new Raspberry Pi in my house, so I booted up Retro Pi. I was shocked to find it just works. Straight out of the box, it even recognised all of my gamepads and let me configure them how I wanted. Soon as I, I was back to being defeated by Pac-Man and Frogger, but at least not losing any money on it. When was the last time something was so much easier than you thought it would be? Also, what's your favourite vintage arcade machine? Pip-Pip, Robert.
3: Good question. I've been I've been playing around with emulation uh, a lot recently, particularly on the PSP Go. Okay. Um,
2: the Pokemon Station Go. E- exactly,
3: exactly <laughs> that. Uh, I I and I I've been uh, reading some forums, and um, I was reading recently that uh, in order to emulate the SNIS, um, effectively, you need a 3 gigahertz uh, computer and people are going, well, hang on a minute, you can do that on the on the PSP and stuff like that. What yeah. didn't tell you is that something like um, SNIS 90X or whatever it's called, um, uh, it fakes it all. It right. fakes it. It's got a load of secret settings for the most popular games that it adjusts stuff in the background mm. to enable it to run on load. Yeah, I thought that was really... I found that very interesting, Anne. Yep, and I resolved to get a but three gigahertz computer, excellent. so I can play SNES games. To
1: answer Robert's questions, when was the last time something was so much easier than you thought it would be? Well, um, the emulation on PSP Go. Uh, <laughs> uh, probably Saturday night in Game City. We thought yeah. that was going to be very, really very good. difficult. We had a brilliant Thank crowd at Mario K. It's amazing. Man. Favorite vintage arcade machine is without doubt Asteroids or Tempest. So some doubts, <laughs> but probably,
3: <laughs> probably Asteroids.
1: Do
3: uh, mine would be Marble Madness or Akari Warriors, both giants of the arcade. Marble Madness. Interesting. Yeah. I,
1: I didn't expect you to say that. Why not?
3: Well, in terms of a, of a machine, do you remember seeing it in the arcade how big it was and how noisy it was?
1: Because you wrote uh, Back at,
3: back to Black. Back to Black. About Mark Cerny, yeah. Okay. Okay. Good, but I'm not complaining about Marble Madness, am I? <laughs> In fact, the line goes "liked Marble much." <laughs> <laughs> is, is, is how the line goes, it does. and it I does. don't think we should just because he did Marble Madness, we should uh, we should let him get away with Knack.
1: No, I want to tell a story right now, and
3: I can't. <laughs> <laughs> My or, advice to uh, people who write games is don't make, don't publish games that rhyme with <laughs> rhyme with hits, <laughs> because you'll find now we, we will we take we will take the path of least resistance to the jokes. We will. We have no shame. <laughs> we're happy to do
1: that. We need more songs. And
2: uh, dear OLL and SSG, uh, yesterday I was sitting round a table, and around the very same table were a number of people who actually get paid to do stuff involving video games, like design them or translate them or stuff like that. I was led to believe they also play them. However, I. Brought up Dear Esther. As recently, I've been to a playthrough featuring live orchestra, narrator, singer, and walk arounder. I was interested in their opinions on this somewhat controversial game, its legacy, and the notions of playing games as performance. What I thought was an excellent entry point into a subject, they had far more experience in the end. Uh, Uh, in than me ended up with me explaining Dear Esther and the idea of walking sims and one of them finding it on Steam and saying oh yeah my mate's got that Uh, these are not your stereotypical Call of Duty and FIFA only players so I was very surprised to be the only one around the table who knew of Dear Esther so two questions pick your favourite one is Dear Esther not as well known as i come to believe two are there any other games you'd like to see a performance of or is the whole idea silly and pretentious cheers Owen
3: uh, I, uh, we, I I wanted to go to the Dear Esther thing. So did you I. You did. Jack went, didn't did. you? That's <gasps> why he wasn't mm. at Marioki. Mm, fair enough. Yeah,
4: it was pretty nice. Was it? Yeah, I mean, I hadn't played Dear Esther before. I had played Everybody's Gone to the Rapture. Okay. And I think I'd prefer to see an Everybody's Gone to the Rapture version. I think this one didn't really rock my my world as much as I thought. But other people that liked it did mm. like it. I'd love to see a Shadow of the Colossus one. Yeah. That the, would rock my, my world. Eco. Oh yeah,
3: yeah. yeah. Um, they're doing a Skyrim concert uh, next next couple of weeks, aren't they? That could take a few <laughs> hundred
4: hours. <laughs>
3: yeah, excellent. Imagine that. Uh, any others? Um. Uh, to go back to the dear asked hmm. question about it being famous. I, it's you know we we often think we assume that people know the stuff that we know about, don't we? Yeah. A whole world out there.
2: And if you talk about it amongst your own friends or the types of uh, media that you listen to or watch or read or whatever if they talk about it a lot then you assume that everyone else is going to know about it but um no no not everyone is as smart as us
4: exactly jack you've got a letter i do oh hey team and ssg are you guys naming your pokemon it is the best bit i reckon i have scott nasty it's lapras and Gok ram a graveler who do you have pip pip edgar kiss
2: i don't uh, name my pokemon at all
4: don't play it Never named a Pokemon.
2: Never named a Pokemon.
4: Mm-hmm. I, I was playing for a long time. I think I sunk like 35 quid into it. Did you? Which is when I was living just on Oxford Circus when I moved <laughs> to London for a, a, a couple of months and uh, just spent my 3 a.m.s not being able to sleep because of the noise and walking around <laughs> collecting Pokemon wow. wow! and going on runs to catch like Dratinis in the far distance and stuff like that. Um, never actually ended up naming one. I think I tried to name an EV after the Lightning one because that was supposed to allow your Eevee to evolve into the lightning one, but instead it evolved into the water one.
2: Oh, oh no. So I've got a water... five quid?
4: So I've got a water Vaporeon called uh, Sparky. Oh, That's about it. <laughs> uh,
2: no, well, I like to um, keep mine registered uh, A to Z, so I need to keep them with their original names. Oh, yeah. Just for... I've
4: got one of everything.
2: Just for organisational purposes. But there's,
4: there's multiple different ways that you can... You can alphabetise them by... Um, Number, number, surely better. You're right, Sog. Hmm.
2: Did you?
4: Have a good weekend, Steve. It was all right. It was all right. <laughs> 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 Thank you for all of your letters yes. this week. Top effort. Well,
3: Shall Should we give everybody done. who sent a letter a game? Yeah, do it. If you, if you, uh, if you reply to Team at One Life Left um, from the original email address, we'll send you a game if we remember.
2: There, try, which is random
3: try giveaways, and random giveaways from try and the remember. wonderful Curve Digital, the leading publisher of indie, <laughs> indie <laughs> games on PC and consoles. You're so dirty. <laughs>
1: Life Left Resonance 104.4 FM. This is Skull Scully and Bit Battles from chipmusic.org again. Some more Pokemon Go chat you missed then.
3: Yeah, I tried tried to look at Jack and then he he carried on talking about Pokemon Go as well. (laughs) I'm sorry. So I was stuck. Very,
1: very uh, hard to... To stop it we had a brilliant time at game city. Oh, it was thank great. you for having us again, yeah, really good. We worked out that it was our um it was the fifth anniversary it was five years and a day mm. to the to the very first mariaki gig when we had how many songs about twenty four yeah 24 it's
3: years? funny they i I was telling Kate about this I, some of them haven 't aged particularly well, have mm. they Hmm um but you know but as she pointed out she said, well you know people sing them for the first time might think they're good she was yeah very yeah. kind <laughs> um i enjoyed uh the song that you wrote Steve. um i did i wrote a song for, for you for me for yeah. you um, for your voice yeah i enjoyed that i mean it was good anyway not necessarily cause, but it did strike me because um, i do feel like uh we're sort of running out songs to uh if that would be the <laughs> verb <laughs> <laughs> let's make it yeah. <laughs> um, we did a Pokemon Go special didn't we yes we yeah, did didn't mm. we uh, a few weeks ago uh, let's make the next special 80s I think we should oh yes please mm. think we Jack will come Jack, Jack will definitely come <laughs> now seen, is uh, that
2: 80s music or 80s games eight, well, 80s songs yeah
3: okay. okay because I enjoyed doing You Spin Me rounds.
2: yeah
4: there was. Um, have you seen uh, the episode four of Black Mirror this season? Not yet. Sam no, no, uh, Just. Don't, I, did, don't I won't say this. nothing. I won't say nothing. But it just sort of floored okay. me when I saw it. And did it. there was this playlist that, on Spotify that Charlie Brooker put out today for that episode. Okay. And it just start, it's eighties music. So.
3: Yeah, I just thought that'd that'd be that. would be Like, so uh, we'd be mining from a different. I think it's a good idea. We Let's should do that we early, early two
2: thousand and seventeen. Okay.
3: See there. No, and mm. I, I thought because then we could celebrate. You know, sort of. Um, 37 years since the 80s. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I was very young in or the 80s. Like that, yeah.
1: <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Reviews for our 300th episode. We're about to make them good.
3: Well, talking of old things, I've been playing an old thing um, that came out. There's a new thing okay. for a new format. Uh, I've been playing many Mini Metro. Has ah. uh, come out on the phone. Um, and it feels like it always should have been a touch game. In fact, I was trying to, when I was playing it on my Surface, I was using, um, was touching where the mouse should be anyway, using its to touch screen. It's not the most convenient thing to do on a 10-inch screen. Uh, You can't play everywhere. But yeah, it's great. It translates really well. Um, So uh, the game is um, essentially an underground railway simulator or a subway simulator. It gives you a set of different cities that are presented in an approximate fashion with a blank canvas and stations pop up. And you've got to link them with rail lines Um, the city's needs uh, and stations grow over time and essentially you just keep going until uh, one of your stations becomes overcrowded and then it's game over uh, what?
2: But why is it game over? I because
3: the stations have got overcrowded and the little population can't get to.
2: That's not what happens in London, is it? They don't say "game over." Well, I said, uh, over. Old Street
3: this morning. Um, Mondays uh, because I walk to here. I don't mind getting the tube to or oh, the train. Yeah, the, the train to Oxford Street. Uh, there was a moment where uh, they were letting people through; didn't have to put your oysters through. Like everybody, get out quickly! And they had to shut the escalators off to stop people being pushed into oh, each other. Goodness. So it does happen, and it was nearly game over at Oxford. <laughs> An uh, uh, old street. Um, yeah. yeah, it's great. It's it's um, so even though it it, it's, um, it it becomes quite chaotic and quite uh, intense, it's presented in a really really nice minimalist relaxing way. And um, yeah, it's it's the perfect form to play it on. So I'm playing it on Android. I paid four pounds something for it. Uh, very very much enjoying it. I think it's the ideal format for the game. Check it out. It came out on iOS as well for you. Trendy Apple people (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
4: 7 out of 10 Fantastic Jack so there's a few I could pick from. I'm just wondering. I don't want to say something that people have played a lot of. Does everyone so play? Does everyone play well, I can. I can. I mm, I could cheat. This one's not really a game. It's more of an app. Okay. Okay. So I've been doing this thing called One Second Every Day. It's been out mm, for yeah. a few years now. But all you do is it sends you a little push notification. And it says, okay, it's time to record your one second of the day. So just now I filmed Steve over the radio thingy. And I was like, just okay. Stay. Yeah, sorry. Well, the thing is, you've only got one second, so a pan doesn't really work You so have to well. choose. You have, you have to, to choose. choose. It's
2: interesting. What, Come so back on, on next week, f- and, well. but do a different <laughs> second. Yeah. Okay,
4: okay. So next time you can bring me on. But the idea is, I've been doing this since January 1st, when I was like woke up in my dressing gown and just went outside, and I've done it every day without fail. Okay. And I'm, until what will be December the 31st. Right. So far, I've not missed a day. and I've right. had a few panics, a few last moments, but I've got them. Okay. And at the end of the year, you can watch your whole... Year out, it's like one second each in a montage. Oh, I'm talking to take. Really cool. It'll take uh, <laughs> <laughs> three hundred. <laughs>
0: Ask go.
1: Siri. <laughs>
4: <laughs> and uh, yeah, so that's what I've been doing. And as I look back, I see the sort of the the little slug at the beginning, slug at the beginning of the year where I was just there on the sofa, and then going to GDC okay. and things picking up, and yeah. then moving to London, all getting a little right, bit colourful. It's been quite a year for you as, as well, yeah. yeah. And so, uh, in fact, actually, it's a really great way of of yeah. Capturing the last year once I can actually show someone for off. Right. I think.
2: Let's hope the year keeps getting better and not worse. Yeah, you've yeah. picked a bad year though,
4: haven't you? Yeah. 2016's been awful. <laughs> well, yeah, but I, I think it's because I've been having all the fun. <laughs> so I've okay. been taking so Otherwise, yes. you, if you want a game, Abzu, was, Abzu was good. Uh, I had to play it because, plug, uh, Austin Wintory I met up with in GDC, and he's doing the music for our game. Uh-huh. Aha! Invite- Is that an exclusive? that is oh, yeah hello and, and then uh, he invited me to the recording session of Abzu and I really wanted to hear it in game uh, cool. so I did and it was a really weird experience hearing it in the game yeah. and so I played it all the way through and I thought it was majestic and the last 15 minutes were really lovely so I definitely uh, rate both of those 7 out of 10 fantastic
2: Uh, I've been playing a lot of Pokemon Go. Level 15 now. Boo! Uh, Seven out of ten. Still. Uh, I've been playing another game which I don't like very much, so I might save that for a bit. But what I wanted to review today was the Google Doodle game, the Halloween one, which is brilliant. So there's like a little... It's a little cartoony thing. Uh, It's best played on um, a touchscreen. It doesn't work so well with a trackpad or with a mouse. Um, So you are a little cartoony... Animal you character, are. you are, <laughs> uh, and a ghost comes and steals your book, and and you like do magic and stuff, and then um, so these ghosts are coming at you to attack you, and in order to get to get rid of the ghosts to kill them, uh, you uh, they each have a symbol above their heads. They might have like a down line, and so you draw a down line onto the screen or. Uh, uh, horizontal lines you draw a horizontal line and as you progress they uh, you get longer strings of um of symbols and so you have to do them really really quickly and you get more and more ghosts coming at you uh, and you go through the levels um, and I just think it's it was such a great little game um, that I did uh, Matt just sent it to me and went oh it's a really good game on uh, Google Doodle today just sat there and played it all the way through and um it's just such such good uh such good design um it's really quick really really simple you just get into it immediately um yeah really really enjoyed it it's gonna go soon because it's a Halloween themed one and it's not Halloween tomorrow so I assume it's what been do- Halloween
3: all year all week
2: it's they felt like. they doodles
3: somewhere though don't they
2: do they so
1: I've heard <laughs> <laughs> um
2: and I don't know who made it because I was too busy playing the game okay. to look it up but um yeah I really enjoy it I've played it a few times now and it continues to be great um and it's very very short so please do check it out before it goes away it might go away forever seven out of ten
1: I have been playing uh the majestic pinout you have? Know, uh, ah. I saw you raving about this on Twitter. Mm, I have. Uh, should uh, do sort of an ethics disclaimer. Go uh, on and yeah. start and try, the review. Try I'll try it. Uh, Henrik's sp- friend of the show. He's yeah. been on the show. Uh, you know, we've hung out with him. We've been to party at his flat. Oh yeah. And Did anything happen between you? Uh, not between me. And- well, actually, <laughs> um, our one life less engineer took over Henrik's bathroom. Okay. And uh, filled it with smoke. And ran a sort of laser party in there. Henrik shut it down after a decent length of yeah, time. Yeah, like, actually
2: gave us batteries. Like, yeah, to he really set up he some was very tolerant there. of yeah. our
1: terrible behaviour. So in a way, I owe him one. Yeah. Okay. So, it, it, oh, right, okay. so, with that in mind, here's my review of Pinout. Um, I've been a fan, fan of Henrik's games before I met Henrik. Uh, I loved Does Not Commute, which was. Mm. Mediocre games uh game a couple of games ago. Mm. Really thought that was mm. super clever. I'm sure I've reviewed it on One Life Left. I think I did as well. I think we mm. gave it seven out of ten. We'll have to look at our
3: review archive.
1: We should do. Um but uh yeah, so that so Pinout came out um and he sent me a code, so I played this early. You know, wouldn't have got that if I was Bethesda. <laughs> if he was Bethesda, <laughs> no. but he's not. <laughs> Um, so he sent it at me early. No right. wasn't worried. No. Confident in the review.
3: Maybe or maybe you're an influencer. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> that? Maybe I am.
1: <laughs> maybe. So um, so yeah, it's a pinball game. It is easiest to as a sort of endless <coughs> pinball. Um, sections of the table have ramps on them. You go up a ramp, you get to the next section of the table. Each uh, section could be completed in a second, or maybe five mm-hmm. seconds, or ten seconds if you mess up. There are second bonuses that you can pick up, time bonuses that you can pick up around the table. Sometimes they're on one lane, and sometimes you've gone down the other and you miss out on them. Um, and eventually you'll complete that theme, uh, that part of the pinball table, and you'll move on to the next section. You'll hit a checkpoint uh, and then uh, the whole game is is beautifully neon. Uh, it's done in this gorgeous modern eighties aesthetic that did the kids love these days. Did you mention the little mini games? I'm about to. Great. Occasionally, you will hit the uh, hit these uh, bonus mini games, which play out on a pinball-style LED screen. There is a version of Does Not Commute built into one of them, which blew my mind. Uh, I thought it was incredible. There's also a sort of mini Asteroids thing, and there's an OutRun style uh, car dodging thing and others as well. Um, Yeah, it's beautifully executed. The music is fantastic. It looks gorgeous. Um, And it's free as well. You pay um, for the opportunity to restart at any of the checkpoints, which is a great way of doing it. I think, because you don't have to pay for it if you want don't want to. Mm. I chose to pay for it even though I'm an influencer. Whoa. £1.49, seven out of ten. Wow. So reviews. Got two minutes left. Oof. Any other business?
2: Uh, we are back with Marioke in November.
1: November and the 18th. Friday, November the 18th. Yes. If November the 18th is it's not a Friday, Friday.
2: It's whatever's around then. Then it's whatever's Just figure around Figure it out then. for yourselves.
1: <laughs> but it's, it's two weeks it. on Friday.
2: Um, and we are going to be putting our Christmas party tickets on sale soon. When soon? Simon? It is soon. Uh, I, I want the running order. Yeah. So
3: what we're going to do, and actually, um, you're going home this evening. Yeah. Kieran Gillen's around your house yeah. with your fiancé. He's wearing a
1: mask. Like he's wearing now, a mask.
3: Now, can you spook them? Gen- like genuinely uh, walk up with your film it and like knock on the window and stuff like that I want to see <laughs> Kieran Gillen floor. crying <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then once you've done that can you ask him whether he's going to DJ at yeah, the party sure. and then let's send get me him the time. to
2: DJ in that mask mm, have, you asked, yeah. uh,
3: have you asked uh, K-Stew and Parko if they're
1: going to be Santa and elves yeah, again yeah
2: we've got them confirmed locked down Okay. Mm, uh, neither of them came to at, um Game City so I used that as a manipulation tool. Good. Congratulations.
4: Good well Good, Jack done to do something yeah then.
2: Jack, what do you want to do at the Christmas party?
4: Um well, I think we should all go out and feed the homeless. That's what we wanted to do at our office and then it turned out that everyone wants to do that. And so there's no I think to we'll do just
3: do leave you that's covered. it. That's covered. I mean, we're disappointed.
2: We'll sing for the homeless.
3: Okay. Oh, okay. But Will they we? want that.
2: Probably not. No, that doesn't feel like it, it will improve anything. Like to situation. ask, though, isn't it?
3: <laughs> if this was a tweet, it would be deleted.
2: <laughs> it might be, if I'm honest.
3: Good. Ben, cut that out. <laughs> uh, thank you very much for listening.
1: Yeah, and thank you to all of our contributors for the last 300 episodes. Uh, we literally couldn't have done the show without you, all of our yeah. guests as well, and not forgetting the brilliant brilliant resonance of um, uh, It's the best radio station in the world and indeed the only radio station that could possibly tolerate us for as long as they have thanks to
4: Jack cheers Jack thanks Thanks to you guys for 300 awesome shows (laughs) and thank you to all
1: of our listeners as well Uh, we'll be back next week with episode 301 but until then
0: goodbye